Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Welcome to Playful Podcast, your guide into the underground scene where we discover topics on kink and electronic music every week. Don't forget to subscribe to not miss out on our next episode. We're excited to be here today with Bulgarian American DDM producer Jackie Morris, better known as Bad Boombox. Bad Boombox is not only known for the party he brings to clubs as a DJ and through his moves, but also for the humor. In this conversation, we speak about the moment when Jackie decided he's going to become a DJ, the difficult moments of the road to getting where he is at today, some jobs he had in the past, and who he is as an employee, and so much more. That said, this won't be boring. Let's get it. I am Amanda, and this is Playful Podcast. So happy to have you here. Yeah, yeah. Cheers. Thank, thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, welcome to Playful Podcast. Really fun to have you here. Thank you, thank you. It's my pleasure. Mm. How's your day? Day is good. It's <laughs> been uh, <laughs> nice. Uh, just I wake up in my room, just like sun blasts right in it, and just wake up like uh, it's hot, like a tent. But, but it's good. Like uh, finally, you know. Yeah. This is the best Berlin weather I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you only lived here a couple of months, you said. A couple of months, but like before that, I was here for the whole winter. And mm. uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> you know how that goes. It's brutal. It's rough. So. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Yeah. So this is your first Berlin summer. Pretty much. Pretty much like proper. Like before that, I was just visiting. This would be, uh, you know, living, chilling. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll be the guy on the park bench, just like. <laughs> just, just spread out yeah. amazing okay to dig right in if you describe yourself with three words what would they be 
Oh, um, I'm going to combine the first two. Uh, f- I would say fun nerd. Funnerd. <laughs> do, do you like that? Funnerd. <laughs> fun, fun nerd. I don't know. Like during the weekends, I'm like just, you know, going crazy. Like, you know, uh, all the shows, everything. It's like wild. Then during the week, I'm just like inside being a nerd, like running the label, like on the computer in like the deepest parts of the internet, just like finding things and like, yeah, it's uh, and get really nerdy real fast. Oh yeah, are you also prioritizing parties for yourself or work mm, only? Uh, yeah, every now and then we go out like uh, support a friend, like go go to go to a friend's show, and you know, it's uh. Have fun with it, obviously. Yeah. No. Who are you at the party? Who am I at the party? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like to, I used to be, I used to be like, just like on the dance with the whole night, like front row. Now it's like when you know, when you know what it's like to play the music, it's, uh, it, it, it makes it a little harder to do that. So I'll dance a little bit, but then I find myself like, oh, I've been in the smoking area for like three hours. <laughs> like, whoops. <laughs> just, uh, yeah social one yeah yeah you know i like to meet people it's like the it's interactive it's fun to mm. um, just just as many just bring together hey you hey you just like the weirdest group of people around and uh yeah i feel that when you move yeah i feel that when you move to a new city the the connections you make are often a little bit odd mm-hmm. until you have been there for some time mm. and then you kind of find your click yeah where you feel comfortable what's your like pe- the people you hang out with in berlin yeah did you find yeah. the the good ones or did you know people before you uh it's been every time i visit in the last couple of years uh you know we just connect with artists in the in the same field or uh artists that i've done shows with um so at this point you know we have a nice group of artists and uh djs and people that run labels people working in in the music and it's really nice to like relate and have a community so uh yeah that's what i realized like over the years like i was traveling around so much and living in so many different cities just to have the experience of like living in a different city but the more and more i realized like the most important thing was just like having community and yeah that's what kind of brought me to berlin what cities did you live in oh like ever besides the u.s i spent I spent uh, COVID times in LA. But, How was that? Yeah, I don't like it. No, <laughs> yeah, I have good good people there, but uh, it's not for for what I'm trying to do. It's not good. I like. No. I lived in a lot of European cities. I was in. Uh, I lived in Kiev. I lived in ah. Marseille, Barcelona, uh, Prague for years. Sofia, like uh, yeah, just a bunch of other ones. Okay, so, you've been kinda, around yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And now Berlin, what do you think, like if you compare them, what do you hope for that you'll find or get for, from living in Berlin that you didn't find in the other cities? Yeah, it's the it's the community. It's like mm. uh, just being able to, you know, you come back from tour, just, just hang out with friends, like go to a studio, be like, oh, I have an idea for a song. And you just go go right in, not have to like, do everything online um yeah that's that's the goal with this yeah okay it's been, it's been nice so far so yeah and you grew up in the states yeah yeah i grew up in the states who are you as a teenager in oh. class <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah i had a because i'm a 
I was an immigrant, right, from Bulgaria. So we moved around a lot. I never really found like my my groove. It was just always uh always moving around. So I was always in high school just like trying out different different personalities. Like first year I was like, oh, I'll be like an emo kid, like edgy. Then uh that didn't work. So then I was like a I was like, oh, I'll roll with the skaters until I realized like I don't I don't really want to skate or learn skating so that was out then i tried uh i was living in south carolina so i tried being uh it's very like you know like preppy like pastel like golf like everyone looks like they play golf like <laughs> i tried that and i you know i could only afford like one ralph lauren shirt so i just w- bought one ralph lauren shirt and wore it every day i was like oh i hope i hope this works kept it clean yeah of course not and then and then by the end i like found my group and uh you know some good people and Yeah, this is so fun to hear, actually, <laughs> because yeah. that's also I know uh, when we spoke a little, I was like, you feel like you it feels like you're a person with so many characters within. Mm. Like you also uh, use them when you are, I feel like in your fun reviews, <laughs> they come, they yeah. shine through. So you definitely got something out of them, I bet. Yeah, yeah, it's all no no regrets. Like all, yeah. all good experience. <laughs> yeah. So then. Uh, what's what's your um musical journey like then like how did that look like from the beginning mm-hmm. yeah it's, it's been a long time like uh kind of grew up with uh from bulgaria my my dad brought his uh cassettes like from the 80s and 90s and uh I was always like making mixtapes in the house and playing it for guests like uh my parents guests they obviously didn't want to hear it but you know i, I always loved that and then uh when i was even before teen or like when i became a teenager i would start uh, sneaking into nightclubs and i went to one when i was like 14 in bulgaria like on the on the beach like with the sunset and it was like and i heard like proper house music and on the on the loudspeakers like the way it should be enjoyed everyone dancing having a good time and i was like wow like i look i remember it's super cheesy but i like looked up i'm 14 i'm like i had my first beer and i was like I want to be that, like the DJ, like that's gonna be me. <laughs> and then back then you didn't play any instruments. Uh, I did. No, I played um, played saxophone. Oh yeah. really? <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. love Al- the saxophone. Alto, alto sax. Yeah. Did you? Were you into jazz? Uh, no, we were doing just orchestra music with the school. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. found your place. Well, <laughs> yeah. Cute. No, I, yeah. All right. But. Yeah, and then and then just it went on and in college, I or I cracked Ableton in high school and I decided to learn it in college, like really seriously, like start finishing tracks and you know putting everything together, and that's when I also started like DJing at bars and clubs. Already, and, like, so how was, did you get your first gigs then? It was I was DJing a lot of like house parties and frat parties and in, in university and it was like your friends just knew you did it so they asked. Yeah, you. yeah, I became like the guy. It's like oh we're having a party and it was like every week so just be like yes and just do the whole night like you know eight hours like on the deck just. And then it was house music. Yeah, it was it back then it was uh you know when you have to play for a party like I had to get really good at just having every. Every pop song, every edit, every um, you know hip hop song, like in the U.S., a lot of hip hop, and just like being ready because you know there's gonna be drunk people requesting stuff, and it's very very hectic these days. You know, uh, separated from that, no requests, but <laughs> uh, 
it was uh it was fun to do that back then and um yeah so like from the parties it would be eventually like a move to the oh you you should come play at the bar and then same thing like handle like like drunk people music and uh then it moved on to some clubs do a residency at like a club and but the best feeling was uh that's that's when I was like learning producing and the best feeling was something that I made in my house like play it you know no matter how shit it was like the shit track but play it for people in uh you know on the big speakers like that's like such a feeling it's such a powerful feeling i really love that yeah did you always believe in yourself when it comes to to like reaching your goals and stuff yeah so i mean there's so much like the artist uh being an artist it's like you you get hit with so much self-doubt like every day you uh you know you like look in the mirror it's like uh, sometimes i'm like who am i what am i doing but then you gotta just just uh just push through it because um something this is a funny tangent in uh in the US right the the education system's not the best but the one thing that we took from it is um this like you get taught delusional confidence you literally oh, have to be like yeah you have to lie to yourself you have to be delusional someone tells you to quit you say hell yeah i'll prove them wrong like every 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 negative thing is like a it's, there's like a positive out of it and that kind of mentality like it it sucks and like everything everything sucks for years and then it gets better and then you just have to like push through that and you know so yeah so you did that it was yeah it was a lot of that a lot of a lot of negativity a lot of naysayers like but it was the only way All right. So when it was real tough, what made you push through then? Um yeah, it was just, I mean just self-brainwashing. I had to just be like I'm not like I'm the best, but like I had to be like I I can I can do this. I'm like adding something positive and fun to uh you know, like yeah, something positive and fun to people's like whatever the preconceived notion they have of Yeah. the, the Are- musical Are your parents very supportive too? They are now, yeah. Yeah. They're, now they're like, oh, okay. Like when. But they were also some people you had to prove, or. I had to prove, yeah. My well, my dad was always like, you know, with the dance music and everything. Like it's like he's the one that introduced me to it. Like uh, he's always loved it. My mom a little harder to convince. It was uh, you know, it's always like you know, get a job, but you know, this is this is the job now. Now now they're now they see like the potential of, you know, with like the crowds and the energy and it's like, okay, yeah. <laughs> Was there ever a moment when you felt like fuck I made it or like I don't know. No. I don't know about that. It depends how you define like making it. Like I But you I, know like I this is, you know, I can feel that it's rolling now. This is, you know, I'm not going to struggle my whole life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's uh it's incremental, but you know, some days I wake up and I'm just like, you know, very appreciative and very grateful. It's um it's from there there was a lot of different milestones I hit uh with but the biggest ones was with the music when it started to be played by so many DJs, a lot of big DJs. Uh all the homies like showing love and like supporting it and like now bringing it up like it was like a whole new chapter like everything else was uh behind and 
yeah that's once i started hearing it at like big big clubs big festivals like people tagging me like oh is this your track is this your track then it's like oh this could be and that's when i noticed yeah also like the booking started to go up and you know people taking notice promoters taking notice agents like you know it's all yeah it comes down to just having music that works for everyone and yeah mm. but speaking of the like um the years that we just uh, like up to this moment um what are some jobs you had on the side mm. um yeah i did done a lot of jobs <laughs> it was a uh, I was I worked I was a dishwasher at a chicken restaurant. I was uh I made sandwiches at the Subway competitor. I did uh yeah, after after college I I moved to LA. I was working for uh music supervisors. It was it was good to see like um like what the how the industry works like from them like learning everything was like a learning experience. And then the whole time I was, you know, going around Europe backpacking and trying to make bad boombox happen that was uh it was like a video editor i was making like animations and uh graphic design and things like that which helped with you know bad boombox like making all the content and everything and and now the label like i, I do i do it all so yeah uh, yeah it was <laughs> are you when you're employed are you as uh you know like now you're very hard working and you know like you you do the Mm. the job on all levels mm. as when you were employed let's say you were in the cleaning plates at the chicken restaurant were you the fastest person who cleaned plates or were you not really giving a shit like do you have to love what you do to do it good um when you when it clicks like music for example i do it like from the moment i wake up till i you know go to bed it's uh it's just like consuming but because it's so much fun and i love it the the jobs i didn't want to do i was a great like actively lazy employee like it's like the kind of guy you want if you wanted productivity like i always i would always find a shortcut or like a workaround or like a way to just do something faster and yeah especially like a place like the chicken restaurant for example it was like i've I've made this like system with the dishes to so they would get done faster like uh I, I would be like the first employee that was done with the job and it was like a life lesson I realized like supervisors they don't want you to finish the job they just want you to be busy so that's they would get mad thing. when I <laughs> finish early so yeah, yeah that's the thing that yeah. sucks I have a friend who works in uh, I think um UX design I don't really know but um he developed a program that does just like you did mm. so then he only has to work like instead of eight hours a day three hours oh uh, yeah yeah but exactly. thank god now because you're working from home yeah if you that if you're smart and you can do that mm -hmm. it's gonna work but yeah it's different it's yeah, like you gotta find shortcuts gotta exploit <laughs> yeah the system <laughs> do you do yeah. that with music too find shortcuts somehow uh i would do no everything i do is like from school scratch but i save a lot of um like i have a lot of templates and presets that i uh like i've made for myself over the years and like just so i know like just get get something done like uh get the idea out faster like uh you got to use the tools you're given you know same with like djing it's like uh 
Yeah, you just I have everything like so organized, like just so it's like ready and it's, uh, okay. It's to, yeah. So you, when you come to the club, you have already prepared it. Not the set. I have like a loose idea of where I want the set to go and which which tracks I need to play. But the my tracks are so organized, like in uh, in the software and in the, on the CDJ. I can like find exactly. Because I've been in that situation where, you know, like the track's running out. And it's like, oh, what do I play oh, next? Yeah. But uh, yeah, I know exactly now, like which, what vibe I'm going for, which folder it's going to be. It's like folders within folders within folders and yeah, I can find it fast. So yeah. And for me, that's a shortcut because then I can just, you know, improvise a whole set. Like just. Yeah. But you do know, you feel that uh, if you, let's say you come to a club and the mood is like terrible. Mm. It probably happened once or twice. <laughs> all the time. That you feel all the time. <laughs> yeah. How, what's your um, um, secret weapon to bring the energy up? Hmm. Um, well, it, every crowd's different. It just depends on the crowd. Like, it's good to kind of keep an eye on... Sometimes I'll show up a little early. Keep an eye on what's been going on that night. What kind of crowd is it? Like where you are is like a big deal. Like uh, like culturally, like yeah. how much people are drinking, you know? Like I've, I have a lot of experience with drunk people. Like I know, <laughs> you know, if you do like a like big, big spin back, big reset with like a totally different genre, like a different uh, BPM and test it. And if it, if it works, uh, go with that. If it doesn't, like I know where to go from there um yeah if they're if they're super drunk they like a lot of edits like uh, a lot of um yeah familiar things you can sing along to yeah things like that it's it just depends every single every crowd's different everyone's their own person so do you like it to dj oh yeah of course yeah. it's like uh, <laughs> i assumed my, well, that was number one <laughs> number one fun thing yeah oh, okay but um what about it? Is it the challenge you're in for, or the when it's the when the energy is good? I like the kick of it, or I love it because it's um I just I play things that I make myself dance. Like I know what I like, and if I can make myself dance, it kind of just that energy just transfers onto the crowd. At least in this position, like you know, I've been uh done different artist names before, and like when I was DJing at bars and stuff, like that's a little different. You have to like play to the crowd. You have to be like the like part selector, but part like adapting to like the taste of the crowd. But now, as like um, yeah, like when I have my own stage, it's like uh, like the whole objective is I know what I like. Yeah, I have my uh, I have my taste like exactly like what gets me like I know how to make myself dance, make myself jump, and then people people respond to that. They're like, mm. hopefully they like it too. If they don't, you know, there's other there's other, other clubs, other other stages, other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was there uh, if you could choose one top moment of all places you performed at? What's the one best moment? Of all the places I've played at. Mm-hmm. Um, so far, uh, and this year, it's, uh, yeah, shout out to homies in Modulaire and Ghent. Like, that was such a such a great show. Like, um, we had we had the whole crew together, like a lot of the friends, like we were all performing together. 
uh like the stage the everything was perfect even the weather like it was like a nice spring day in belgium mm -hmm. and like um and also uh that organizer like in modular they really understand the attention to detail when it comes to throwing an event mm -hmm. it's not just having like good music and good djs that's a given it's uh they take so much so much uh attention to the chill areas and where people can relax and you know have a cigarette with their friends and like food yet still be part of the music i feel like of, yeah. this is sometimes i feel that it's separated like either you don't want to enjoy the music you just want to be social yeah. but you know and then it's like closed off yeah. yeah yeah and also having uh there's like when they can explore uh when 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 you can go to a place and like explore like um let's say you're given just a big warehouse just one big room what do you do with it the a really good organizer would know to like make these like sections and make the warehouse into kind of like a labyrinth so that it keeps you entertained for hours you're just going around and you're like oh i didn't know about this room oh i didn't know this and that and there's like yeah, little details okay. in each one yeah. And uh, yeah, they really get when it. When you're on yeah. your high, no, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, what yeah. are you saying? Where am I? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's uh, that was that was a really good one. Uh, a couple other really good ones. I really liked uh, uh, the homies at uh, Mondo Disco in uh, Madrid. Like such fun energy, such such Madrid, great people. such a fun city. Yeah, yeah. People people get it. Like ah, everyone's like chanting along and. You know, we we're there all night, and then we're going back there once or twice this year. And uh, yeah, it's 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 coming. But definitely, I was like during the set, I was like, "Yo, please bring me back! Yeah. <laughs> like, I'll be back." So yeah. awesome. Okay, but if you wouldn't be a, a DJ nor a music producer, mm. what would you do? Um, I've always. I've always loved uh, film, like I, yeah, like it's the thing I spend the second most amount of time on. I love just making every night. I make some time for like a just full, full uh, cinematic experience. I get everything set up. You have like a home home cinema in your place? No, no, no. One day, one day. But, <laughs> no, but not not a home. <laughs> but I mean, I like the the. What's the name? You know the. Oh, uh, like a projector. Projector. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. No. We're we're working on it. Got an apartment now that's like nice and dark during the day, like just like during movies, the day, even good for the summer. Yeah, yeah. But you just said nice it was really much light in my room. It's like facing the ah. sun, but in the living room where the thing is, it's like weirdly dark. Maybe like you should sleep in there. <laughs> yeah, maybe just just do a quick exchange. But okay. Yeah, but I love movies. Like if I can one day, um, yeah, uh, adapt the project and do. Uh, Get involved somehow. Like, um, like when I was in LA, it was I was close to like the, the movie industry. I kind of saw what it's like to make a movie, and it was so cool. And so, any way I can get involved, like I could be, I don't know, a producer, but I could also be just like, let me do the lighting, let me do the grip, let me do the, you know, uh, yeah, okay. just so I want to, I want to make something like that. Okay. Yeah. Do you are you inspired by uh, films when you produce music? It's it's kind of like music. It's uh they share a lot, and you know music. It's music's just a it's a storytelling device, and then film is even better at telling stories in most cases. You know because you have the visual aspect. So yeah, 
it's a uh, it's a lot of a lot of crossover. Mm. You do, however, like time wise, you are out traveling or you know sometimes in Berlin, I guess, but you are uh, DJing uh, weekends and weekdays. You work with your label. Mm-hmm. Uh, what more do you do? Like what what do you? Because it feels like you're doing a lot. I don't know. Yeah, it's like it's, you have a lot of interests too. I'm just reading this in yeah. from having met you right now, but yeah, still, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I try to. That's why I'm tired all the time. But <laughs> it's uh, yeah, yeah. During the weekend, it's like touring crazy. Like I barely, you know, check my phone or don't bring my uh, laptop. But then during the week, it's like the exact opposite. Like, you know, I wake up at noon. <laughs> like like a normal person right that's normal no no <laughs> i wake up at like half past seven. Oh wow all right well in the weekdays yeah and then wake up and just scream on my computer all day for 18 hours until it's like nice four or five a.m and then and then go to sleep and rinse and repeat don't leave the house don't <laughs> you don't uh, get anxiety from that uh yeah of course i do and yeah then, yeah when it when it's friday it's like oh man we're What's the real world? Here we go. Just open the door. It's like. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. <laughs> but, you know, business got to get done, so How do you someone's got to do it. Yeah, true. <laughs> How do you work with anxiety? Um it's i realized someone it was it was one of the homies uh told me this like a long time ago was that anxiety and uh excitedness is like pretty much the same emotion it's just like it's like on the border i realized so life is completely anxiety excited yeah yeah <laughs> well like the, because they're almost the same emotion it's like easy to just say uh i can just be like you know i'm usually like nervous before a gig and it's I just tell myself, oh, it's because I'm excited. I want to like play for all yeah. these people, and, mm. um, you know. So, yeah, it's it's because, and you're excited and you're nervous for it because because you care, you know. You so don't want just, that feeling to go away. No. So the anxiety is like the thing that it's like the fire under the ass. It's like it's there for a reason, and we should be like happy that, as you know, it's like a human. It's part of the human experience. It's a human emotion. And so you learn to like work with it and know that it's on, it's on your team. It's on your, on your side. 
then yeah then it just gets easier that and like really deep breathing like you gotta like uh yeah, yeah. i mean the taxi just like full wim hof just like Like, yeah, yeah you do that yeah the Wim Hof yeah I yeah. also did it sometimes <laughs> it feels fucking good yeah do you do the cold showers too I was and then I moved to Europe and <laughs> <laughs> I realized like no it's too, it's too much yeah too cold already yeah, non, non-Berlin <laughs> no yeah. yeah are you scared of cold it's uh no I just don't like I don't like when you know I go outside and it hurts like <laughs> i feel yeah, you you're, completely you're from sweden you yeah know, no like. but i mean yeah i know i i feel you yeah yeah no. do you like jump in the you jump in the in the cold water like in the i'm winter? completely scared of cold oh really yeah oh so i am like avoiding it sauna i love sauna but okay. I, i go to the sauna and i go outside i don't even go in the water after because i'm like oh it's gonna be cold <laughs> so i'm like really silly do you ever do like it'd be cold shower and immediately go into the sauna or vice versa like i push myself like, to do that yeah. it's next level <laughs> yeah it's like you But get yeah. high from it you're like Whoa. yeah when you do yeah. it you're like then i can I, i like test the water slowly and then i oh and then yeah, yeah you don't just jump in no 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 I, i'm <laughs> yeah. a little a little scared become a patreon and get more juicy material go to patreon.com slash playful magazine and in this extra material with bad boombox he gives us his absolute best tips on how to make it things he implemented and keeps on implement every week to reach his goal as well as moments that made his career take big steps and leaps and things he wished he knew before he got started as a dj as well as a producer go to patreon.com slash playful magazine but okay so what are you excited about like this summer summer's gonna be crazy um yeah like i got uh bulgaria coming up it's the first time i'm playing like it's the place i was born in and it's the first time i'm playing there and i'm like really excited for that we're gonna have like a lot of family out there uh yeah a lot of festivals you know some some really good ones uh really good open airs i'm really excited about like open air season it's like been trying to get away from uh you know there's always like 5 a.m sets trying to turn those into 5 p.m. sets it's like you know nice nice little sunset like a little beautiful beer in the sun it's I perfect i can't wait yeah yeah and the music kind of fits that better so even, uh, yeah yeah a lot depending of on who you are mm. you can still be that person 5 a.m. Mm. right what like your music could would fit both yeah, yeah yeah it it just depends yeah it depends like on it. the crowd no the yeah. or the depends on the context the context exactly yeah it works it works for both but yeah me personally i like the uh yeah if it's like a daytime set and i can chill it's it's nice but like i'm just thinking because you feel like um feels like you are just excited about life in general but also like excited about the you know playing and doing your thing and growing and evolving But what's your view on like work-life balance? Like, how do you plan it? Because it is fucking tiring, obviously, to travel a lot. So how how do you do see what's your view on it? Fortunately and unfortunately, mostly unfortunately, I was raised in America. I don't think 
I know what work life balance is. <laughs> like it just it's, it's, um, dots. <laughs> it's all the time. I get I get I get anxious like when I'm like hanging out with friends. I'm like, oh, where's my computer? <laughs> like, yeah. Ah, so, you have the underlying anxiety for like you're not doing enough, kind of. It's like would you say or yeah yeah I like feel guilty for like not like I'm not doing something at all times. I don't mm. know. And it, but it, that's like kind of my comfort zone though. I like to. uh you know, just sit on the computer, just handle stuff, like get things done, um, like work on, like if it's free time, it's uh, it's just like I could be using this free time to like work on a new track or, you know, finish an EP or something. It's like it's a pretty important part of the job. So, you know. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of your label, mm. what are you looking for? So with the label, it's kind of, uh, it started off uh, as an extension of kind of my philosophy in regarding dance music. It's uh, bringing this like fun, light, like positive energy with like, you know, higher, higher tempos and um, yeah, just, just adding some more like color and life into it. We would take, if, if it can make, uh, if it can make people dance and it's like real then yeah we like it so and we've been putting it out we're putting out a va um and yeah it's a hot meal you know it's a, <laughs> hot meal okay it's, it's good but uh, do you look for uh producers yourself mostly or do you feel that they just find you somehow it's um we do have demos open and we listen to everything uh i run it with uh my partner martin and it's uh but somehow like these things like work themselves out it's uh for anyone for any producers out there like sending demos is like very important but building a connection to the label and the people running the label is like more important mm. because then when you're friends and they kind of understand your philosophy and like things uh things line up then yeah then you end up uh it's not like a label signing. It's like a, it's more of a collaboration and, you know, mm. we're kind of just building a, building a little community with, you know, people that also appreciate what we do and we like what they do. And yeah. Cool. Yeah. I mean, then there's trust Yeah. in some way, which is so fucking important when you collaborate. It yeah. shouldn't be. Yeah. Because this is something I thought about. I was like, fuck, people find people online yeah. like and then they just trust they're gonna like stick to deadlines yeah. no fucking yeah, way yeah. like i'm sorry <laughs> to say it but that sounds unreasonable yeah exactly it doesn't always <laughs> so yeah i think your way sounds uh, more reasonable yeah, yeah 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 you gotta meet but like yeah obviously as i was traveling to it was like a lot of uh a lot of this is online connections like um like don't meet in person but you know, when you, when it's an artist who also understands how important it is to, it's not just music, it's like telling their story and like bringing people into their world and they understand how to do that and they can connect, then we end up connecting naturally too. Like I, mm. you know, I see what they're doing and what they're posting, what kind of music uh, they put out and how they, how they promote their music. It's like, I'm like, oh yeah, I can, I can vibe with that. Like that's, that's like me. And then and then it ends up a natural connection. We become friends online. They send music. I send music back and forth. I'll do something for your label. You do something for my label. And yeah, it just becomes what everyone, everyone, everyone grows. Everyone wins. And yeah. that's the best way. Yeah. yeah. You're obviously 
a really amazing producer, <laughs> but you're also a very strong character. Like you know how to work there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like work the entertainment this as well. Mm. And what's your view on this, uh, would you say? Like, you know, people people talk a lot, like, should it be only music focused? Mm. Or is it entertainment and we also need someone to, like, look up to and have fun with? And, you know, like, kind of... Mm. Well, it depends what, like, when you're when you're trying to make it or, like, what your idea of success is. It depends, like, what you're going for. Because everyone has different tastes and different kind of aspirations and goals do you want to be the like badass local selector who's you know like driving like a local community and uh yeah um like puts out like uh, underground music or unreleased untitled music like things like that or do you want to be like a more of like an artist that's on the main stage you know it's that's uh there's two different or there's many different ways you can go about it the thing that all those have in common though is that they require you to share your story and music's just part of the story and especially with dance music it's not it's not like it's not like a song on the radio that's got lyrics that tells you this is what this song's about it's dance music's like a little more it's a little more experimental it's a little more out there and uh it takes it takes something extra you have to like share you have to share your story you have to share your philosophy and um yeah and it makes it easier for people to get on board with that and these days what's the best way to do that like the easiest tool that you have right in front of you that anyone can access is you can post things on social media uh in your own style in your own way just like your music it's um it has its own style like your own style of you know, telling your story on social media is like, yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty important. It's not always a requirement, obviously, like if you have like the, the best, best music, um, sometimes it'll speak for itself, but people, that's only to other DJs. Like people want to, uh, when people go to a party, like they want to get on board with like what you have to say. And it, it's like the full picture. You got to be the full picture. Mm. Yeah. Speaking of philosophy, mm. what's your philosophy of life oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well i don't know we only have a couple of years on this earth we got to just have a good time fuck everything else so yeah you know, okay saying as someone who just like spends all the time on the computer uh, that's <laughs> that's fun for me so okay yeah. so what are <laughs> then next question from me is then what are you gonna do this summer in berlin mm. besides staying in front of the computer you know what i'm gonna I'm going to dedicate one day. It'll probably be like when I'm like coming back from tour and I don't. A Monday. Yeah, probably Monday. <laughs> Mondays are my favorite. I don't know. Oh, yeah. um, dedicate one day to just, yeah, just sit in the park, like some Prosecco, some friends and have a, yeah, chill, <laughs> chill for a second. All right. Yeah. That's the, that's the goal. That's the goal. Nothing super crazy, but yeah. okay. I Hold I me to it. that. <laughs> <laughs> no lakes, nothing like, you know, mm. like there are things to discover here. Uh, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Like a really good, like a really good spetty or like a. <laughs> <laughs> a real yeah. good spetty. Okay. 
I feel you. You're just living life low key and enjoying it. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, like, I love so. it. Okay. Um, but when but you're, you're probably gonna go to some peop some of your friends sets in Berlin as well and yeah. enjoy that part. Yeah. As well. Yeah. Uh, what are some things when you as a club goer go to 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 a party? What are some things that annoy you there or could annoy you? And what are things that make you like stay the night? Um. Yeah. So the things that like uh that i like and i would stay there all night was uh what i mentioned before when there's like attention to detail and the chill areas labyrinth. And the, mm. yeah and like the labyrinth and everything like that's um yeah like a, in like a really good smoking area you know <laughs> you could just meet weird people like that's that's my favorite mm. what i don't like is and you know i don't i don't pass judgment i don't uh i don't judge but uh I don't like when I walk into a place and it's like a lot of just downer stuff, like downer energy and, you know, certain like at a rave and a club, like certain drugs like help with fun and certain drugs like take away from it. And I don't like to see, I don't know, like that, like just like the downer, there's a huge drop in mood that way. Like, uh, you know, people can disagree, but if we're at a club together, it's like we, we go dance and that's it. Yeah, it's a collective energy somehow, yeah, yeah. and we're there to like create it together. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So yeah. Yeah. And what clubs do you like then? Uh, here in Berlin. Yeah. Oh uh, well, uh, the ones I play at really dope. <laughs> I really like. Clubos. Uh, yeah, Clubos mm. is cool. I like uh, Aiden. I like. Aiden, uh, yeah. yeah. And. So you, as a private person, you go to the same places where you play uh yeah I, i mean i just end up there and yeah i like um yeah somewhere where you can just feel like you're part of a family at the end of the day everyone there's a lot of like people ask for like club recommendations in berlin but uh and you know there's like the obvious obvious like well-known ones but there is there's so many and there's one there's something for everyone and like when you come to berlin you shouldn't feel like you're trying to fit into a certain scene Instead, you should, you know, be open to the fact that there's like a, there's a community for you. And like sometimes, for example, I like going to, there's like a disco floor at Sisyphus. I'll be on the disco floor for like five, six hours, like having a boogie. Right. And I know that my disco people are there and yeah, things like that. There's something for everyone. You just, you just go with it. There's no like obvious choices. So if you could change anything on the techno scene by just snapping your finger, mm. what would that be? Um, so I grew up with house music. I was in like the house music scene like when I was little. And I saw what it's like to, um, you know, for people to like just be together, like dancing together. It's like it, it, it was about like inclusiveness and not exclusivity. And especially in the U.S., uh like in the u.s i was i was going to clubs there there's like this um there's like this sense of you have to be cool with like the in-group or else like if you have different a different look or different values or whatever like you don't belong here and in big in like in big cities here in europe you know there's like a obvious techno scene there's no there's no like paid vip tables at techno clubs sometimes it feels like there is and like these like exclusive zones and like uh you know you can only be with us like if you like think this way and i don't know i don't 
personally, I don't, I don't think, uh, it should be like that. It's, uh, um, should be, yeah, just like inclusive of mm. everything. Like that's what, right. Dance music brings people together. And it's like, if I'm at a club and I don't, people aren't even like dancing, they're just there to like, you know, just do like socialite things then kind of takes away from the experience, you know? So if it could, if I could have a place, maybe I'm being nostalgic and maybe it's just human nature. And I was oblivious to those things when I was younger. But if this could be, if I could snap my fingers, it'd be like this like perfect utopia of, yeah, everyone's just dancing together like it is in this vague memory in my head. And yeah, that would be, that would be great. I have some this or that questions for you. Oh, okay. So <laughs> you let me know <laughs> which one of them you prefer. Okay. It's either this or it's that. This is this or that. Preferably it's one, but it can also be none or both. But let's hope it's one. Okay. Um, hot dogs or pasta carbonara? Hot dogs. <laughs> You're like, this is fucking tough. It's, uh, yeah, well. Mm. You're a hot dog guy. Guy? Uh, USA, you know, you just get a, you get a hot dog. I like get hot it, dogs. Like outside. Yeah, it's good. It's really, simple. It's easy. It's just there. <laughs> can't really make the carbonara out in the park, can you? Yeah. <laughs> no, you can bring it's it though, hard. but it's going to be cold probably. Yeah. Okay, polygamy or monogamy? Whoa, that's weird. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, there's a time and place for one person. And, but, you know, I like to, uh, me personally, I like, I like options. Like there's a, uh, you know. Polygamy, yeah, okay. there's a lot of There's a lot of fun to be had out there. You know, that's for everyone. Like There is, know, there is for sure. One person shouldn't belong to, belong to you, you know. So, yeah. Perfect. Okay. Missionary or hardcore BDSM punishment? Mm. And this is uh, like during the day or like for it breakfast? Or <laughs> whatever floats your boat. <laughs> um, yeah, sometimes people shame it, but like, you know, some good, some good old, like whenever vanilla sex is like, yeah. Yeah. Like sometimes, sometimes that's all you need, you know? That's all you need. It's the motion of the yeah, ocean. No right? extra. Yeah. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, rooftop bar or smoky kneipe? Or what? Smoky kneipe. You know the kneipes where you they have like schnitzel and you you know like they're they don't always have schnitzel there. Maybe they don't even have schnitzel, but you know like they if they would have food they would have schnitzel. But it's just like the small German oh, bars that are like you know so there's that, the locals. So that or. Rooftop? Rooftop bar, yeah. Uh, I like a I like a good rooftop. You can just really? you know, smoke and yeah. Well it's gotta be I would have here. assumed the ladder. <laughs> well in, in Berlin, you know, you get like one month of the year to do that. So <laughs> might as well enjoy it. But you know. True. And now is the time. Yeah. Uh psychotherapy or psychedelics? Psychedelics. Thousand yeah? percent, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Do you do that as therapy? Uh, I was actually some of my, some of my best times were when I was living in Ukraine, it was like in the middle of winter and like so cold. And, you know, it's like, um, we were just like me and my friend would just do like a little bit of acid and go to the club. It'd be like the best time, like just be, meet so many people and just like, and yeah, I'd be on the dance floor sometimes just like have a think and be like, whoa, 
and like start to figure out like parts, put puzzle pieces together. Like, who am I? And like, and then I would just walk all the way home. Like in the, <laughs> it's like winter, like out of the, from the club, put on some, put on some reggae, like, you know, reggae. Like, yeah. Yeah. Just like a three hour walk. home. <laughs> like, yeah, it was, it was great. Wow. It sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, those kinds of things, but obviously you don't have to go like, uh, do that there. Like if, you know, like a nice summer night, if you're, uh, you know, you're in the mountains or by the by a sea or something or at a lake with your friends. You know, a little bit of a little bit of mushrooms or a little tab like goes a long way. You prefer that from the sitting in a little room with some person who's like analyzing your brain? Yeah, well, I'm... how could you? <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, that's that's weird. But you know, <laughs> you're weird. Yeah. Okay, skip the line or wait patiently. Wait patiently. Like, um, yeah, it's like, I don't know. It's part of the, sometimes, especially in Berlin, like when you have like a two hour queue, like you end up, you kind of make your own party, like in the, in the queue, unless it's like one of those clubs where it's like, you have to behave like this and that. But, uh, yeah, if it's, yeah, you just have your own little party, you get some, you get some drinks from the, from the spaghetti or something. And yeah, it's, uh, sometimes It's some, it's like that movie, like Night at the Roxbury. It's like uh, sometimes it's more fun doing that than like when you get in, you're like surrounded by distractions. So part of the whole night. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Netflix or YouTube? YouTube. Yeah. What do you look at? Mm. A lot of a lot of weird stuff. I go deep into YouTube. <laughs> yeah. It goes it goes deep, but I like a I don't know. I put on a lot of podcasts. I have like a lot of like history things going on, like while I'm, you know, uh, trying to go to sleep or like while I'm cooking. There's always just YouTube premium has just been a <laughs> godsend. You just have all my things downloaded, like for long flights, everything. Yeah. YouTube gets it. Yeah. I know. I also like YouTube a lot. Netflix, once you run out of, you're in, a, there's like five, six good movies and like two shows. Once I'm you always, run out. yeah. I'm always waiting for it to be released, something that I want to see. And then I just keep on paying. Yeah, Shit. yeah, that's But, where they get you. <laughs> ayahuasca or silent retreat? Uh, I've actually never done either. But if I, you had two invitations, which one would you take? Hmm. I mean, I'm curious about an ayahuasca experience. It's like, yeah, I've had some friends that did it. Super cool. Seems like I don't know. You just gotta. You have to find a good. A good shaman, I guess, but uh, yeah. But, I know one. I'll bring you. Yeah. In October. Okay. All right. Sounds good. But actually, no. Now that I think about it, it's like. Uh, <laughs> now that I think about no, 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 no. it, throwing I'm down, up. I'm, I'm, I'm down for that, but it's uh, like after a club. Like for example, Mondays. You know, I'll do shows on weekends, and I come back on Mondays, and I have a rule in the house: like no music in the house. Just like, just, just uh, like I don't wear ear protection yet, so it's like. You just, don't. I need that to. Yeah, that's wanna, crazy. I want to feel it. <laughs> But uh, I, you're not gonna feel it any longer than. Yeah, yeah. Give it a few years. It'll. Uh, yeah. No. Okay, I'm gonna. <laughs> I feel like a mom, but like, please yeah, take yeah. care. Well, that's why, like, a silent retreat would be nice. Just like, just don't think about music for a while. Don't yeah. talk. Don't talk about <laughs> the clouds or anything. It's, yeah, but imagine yeah. in a few years, maybe that's all you get because of the you're not having the earplugs. <laughs> Okay, mom. Fuck, I'm such a grandma. <laughs> no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's uh, I should. I should. It's, uh... <laughs> uh, okay. Mai Tai or vodka Red Bull? 
Good question. Uh, where? Am I at the club or am I like... You are... At the club, Vodka Red Bull, for sure. Vodka Red Bull, yeah. But, you know, if I'm, if I'm chilling... Then yeah, let's get a little, get a little sweet, get a little fancy, like a little mai fancy. Tai. Doesn't need to be fancy, but yeah. Okay, well, you know, with like the little thing. umbrella on it, with like the fruit hanging out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sounds good. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Okay, okay. Yeah, everything has its time, yeah. time and place for sure. <laughs> Sex or making out? <laughs> uh, now that I'm older, making out. You know, you can you can put weight. You <laughs> Moving can get, less. You can get yeah. <laughs> You get you get way more uh, way more way more passionate, you know. Like 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 sex is cool. Like I've had it like five or six times. Like it's like <laughs> moving on. <laughs> yeah, making out. <laughs> okay, spirituality or atheism? Or what? Atheism. Oh, it is. Um, atheism. <laughs> uh, it's important to be connected with. Mm, yeah. It's important to be, yeah, like connected with nature and connected with uh, the universe, but they're not in like an organized way. Like when it comes to organized and like teachings and things like that, like where like people are like, oh, this is how it is. Then no, like it's uh, it's better to just have like a more like nihilistic view of things. You get more freedom, more value freedom. Perfect. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank This was it for Playful Podcast this week, but please follow, subscribe and listen to our next episode. And if you want to have a say about future artists or even ask your own question to one of our guests, follow us on Instagram and make sure to add your question when we lift our coming guests. Thank you so much for joining and see you next week. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.